The Final Destination is the fourth film in the franchise and sees the return of director David R. Ellis from Final Destination 2. This entry's main gimmick is the use of 3D, which Hollywood was beginning to heavily push around 2009. So let's have a look and see if the extra dimension adds any depth to Death's grand design. Welcome everyone to Screams After Midnight, I am Peter and joining me as always is Tim. Mm, what's up? <laughs> Welcome everyone, it's a horror movie podcast, we get together, we've watched a movie and we'll talk about it, maybe be insightful occasionally, hopefully give a few laughs, mm -hmm. but generally speaking just try not to completely burn the place down. Uh, so mm -hmm. this is going to be an episode about the final destination, or as I'm going to refer to it for the rest of the show, Final Destination 4, because screw you, adding the word the <laughs> is not enough. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, we have been working through the franchise, because we know there's a new one coming sometime later this year, allegedly. So, uh, we did the first three, gave her thoughts, this is the fourth one. This is the first time I've seen this since it came out in 2009. Uh, I saw it around that time, and this is the first since. How about you? How many times have you seen this? Uh, so this will be about my third uh so i actually saw it in theaters um wait so was that was this the only one you saw in the original run yes yeah, uh which <laughs> the the reason for that was because um I, I i don't know why it's not like he's a fan of the franchise but for some reason my dad wanted to see this movie <laughs> uh i i i'm guessing it's because of the 3d like this is kind of like i guess in the middle of you know, the 3D boom well, or whatever. I, I, what's interesting is it's not in the middle. It's actually kind of the star. The no, the star. Oh, the star. Oh, okay. Sorry, sorry. This, this came out before Avatar mm. did. Oh, okay. okay. So that, and obviously the reason why it probably beat Avatar is because it's a, you know, it's a horror mm. movie and they can make those quicker, mm. <laughs> basically. Yeah. Whereas most mm. movies that use the real D3D tech, you know, came after mm. Avatar because that was the one that kind of was the big launch for it. Uh, this actually snuck mm. in and like got out first uh so okay. and, and you you would know it if you watched the movie because the last act is like a propaganda <laughs> uh piece for 3d cinema so oh yeah <laughs> more on that later <laughs> i mean it, it, even if you didn't make it to the last act just it's pretty obvious like every oh, sure. time there's a kill like oh it's this yeah uh, it's the final uh, no, it's, it's the friday the 13th part three uh, syndrome yeah. where there's a lot of <laughs> sticky out things at the camera and yeah yeah yeah, a lot of things flying uh, and whatnot. So, uh, yeah, so oddly enough, I hadn't really seen any of the other ones. Uh, and then me and my family went out uh, to see this one randomly, um, I guess, for the novelty uh, of it. So I saw it then, and then I saw it again, um, like I mentioned a few years ago, when I did, like, a, a proper binge uh, of the whole series. And, you know, uh, most of those watching for the first time. But, yeah, this would have been, like, uh, the one that I watched again. And then, uh, and then yeah, I watched it today for the third time. Yeah, so... I guess it's like my second time seeing it. I I think four and five I never saw after their initial viewings. Uh, which is not to necessarily speak of quality. We'll get into what I think of the movie in a minute. But um, uh, for whatever reason, like, you know, one and two I saw a lot of because mm -hmm. I just, like, they were they played a lot. I think three I saw a couple of times and then four and five I only saw the ones. So uh, it was interesting coming back to this because my memories of it were it was kind of disappointing because it was the director of two, but I remember it mm -hmm. being a let down compared to two like it wasn't this return mm -hmm. to the glory of two that i was hoping for uh but at the same time like 
I didn't really remember a lot of it. In fact, like watching it again, mm. like other than the fact, like I couldn't have told you before I watched it that a lot of the the ending took place in a movie theater. But that was mm-hmm. one of the things that sort of clicked when I saw it again. Like, but a lot of this, yeah. like mm-hmm. a lot of the kills in this, I did not remember at all. Like, it was the complete. Like, I'd never seen it for a lot of the movies. So, mm-hmm. um, I was curious to come back and see like how I feel about it now and sort of view it from a a, a distance where I'm, you know, it's now it's just the fourth one now, right? Uh, yeah. Uh, even though, yeah, the three D stuff does, you know, no pun intended, really <laughs> stick out <laughs> in terms of like how shoehorned in it is. But uh, mm-hmm. so. I mean, the premise is the same as the last three. <laughs> the only difference being is that it starts at a racetrack. Uh, it's like an NASCAR mm-hmm. race. Um, and accident happens. A group of people survive because one of them gets a premonition. I'm going mm-hmm. to call him not Males Teller because that's... I was getting like Males <laughs> Teller vibes from him, but he's sure. not Males mm-hmm. Teller. Uh, he has a premonition. He has them all escape. And would you believe it? Death hunts them down one by one. I'm shocked. I'm shocked, <laughs> and, I'm, and just I can't believe they thought of something so daring yet so original to, to yeah. t- take this franchise in a new direction. So, Tim, how do yeah. you feel about the Final Destination, aka Final Destination Four? Uh, so, I'm not sure if this is kind of a hot take because I, I, I'm not. I don't really know what the general uh, you know reception of this one is. Mm. Um. I, I think all I really know of like kind of like the fan uh, reactions is that I think, you know, most people consider to like the best one, which I, I mean, I think, you know, we both certainly do. Um, but yeah, I for, for some reason, this, this might not be accurate, but I thought this one didn't really have the best reputation. Uh, so I was actually kind of surprised when uh, I would say I I like this one, actually. Uh, I, I don't get me wrong. It's not great <laughs> you know it's not like high cinema or anything by any means but um after the third one being you know kind of a dud uh i like that this one does feel like it, it was going back to more of what we liked into which i didn't realize it was the same director so it's funny you mentioned that because i feel like uh it, it's interesting like we you know we really like two but then three is kind of this weird thing that kind of goes back to the first one it's like oh it's back in high school and like the characters are being a little bit more dramatic and serious and then uh this one it does feel like a, a bit more like two where yeah like you're out of that school setting and um there's a bit more interesting character personalities and it's a bit funnier um now with that being said it, it's definitely not as good as two it is i you know I, i'd say it is certainly a, a step down from that uh and obviously all the 3d stuff and the effects <laughs> they really don't age well but i think it does give it kind of like a cheesy charm it- like <laughs> yeah because i think because of this the, the the 3d like push if you will they decided to do a lot of it with cg and the cg is pretty rough uh yeah. by and large <laughs> uh whereas you know federation 2 mm-hmm. did have a lot of practical effects like you know when you look at that car yeah. uh the, you know the highway stuff at the start there's a lot of like actual stunt work and like dummies and cars flipping around and stuff <laughs> and uh so yeah the, the it's CG kind of funny that is one of the knocks i'd put on it yeah for sure yeah uh and then but i mean it's one of those things where like i don't knock it down too much because i am enjoying this a bit more for the cheese you know Mm. like i i'm looking uh looking at it more as like something that i want to be kind of silly and laugh with so like i don't you know need it to be like 
you know uh the the absolute best looking or, or whatever um but i mean yeah it's <laughs> a lot of the scenes are def definitely uh are not great uh and, and it's funny i didn't even really think about it but it's like oh uh yeah this and two are both like car related openings uh even though they're very different but um yeah i, I like a lot of the kills though uh, uh, despite the yeah obviously you, you can complain about the effects a lot but uh i do think the the kills are pretty fun and um uh, there's definitely you know uh some pretty funny moments here and there i thought so um it, it, it's not like amazing it's not great like two is this one that really stands out as not just being a good final destination film but being like a good film um this i would say is a good final destination film but probably not a good <laughs> film if that makes sense <laughs> I get what you're saying. I mean, I don't know if I'd go as far as to say Fellowship 2 is a good film, but maybe I've just been a bit snobby in my <laughs> classification of what I think. Um, but no, I, I, like, Fellowship 2, I think, is is great. And I think mm -hmm. that for any faults it might have, it is kind of the, the, the best take on this franchise. Um, yeah. I will say that, well, I think I may be a little more negative than you. I, I, mm -hmm. I was kind of pleasantly surprised that this was... Better than I thought. I, I do think it has... I do have some knocks against it. One is obviously the CG. I think the other mm. one is that I don't think the characters are anywhere nearly as memorable as two. Um, oh, for sure, yeah. Yeah, I, I think the main group are kind of just a bunch of generic blank, you know, like, college-age kids, and there's not really much to them. I think, aside from, like, the kind of asshole best friend, like, he, he's annoying, but I think he at least stands out a bit. But, like, sure, the actual yeah. main dude is, yeah, just, like, bland as hell. There's nothing to him. Uh, and then the other critique that is becoming an increasing problem in this, these movies, so it's not really this movie in particular's fault, but <laughs> we have to go through the... Uh, how do we stop this like from happening? Oh, we think we've solved it. In fact, this movie does it really early as well. They think they've solved it like 30 minutes before the end, and I'm like, guys, there's like 30 minutes to go here. Like, there's no way you've done this yet. And it's a problem because they've not really thought of a new way to play, you know, to to spin it so they, so they keep right. doing the exact same like reasons why they think they've solved it and i'm like mm -hmm. this didn't work in the first movie it didn't work in the mm -hmm. second movie it didn't work in the third movie i oh i'm shocked that mm -hmm. maybe just maybe it's not worked in the fourth um but you push that aside uh i do think the deaths are typically way more fun than than three um oh that's another thing i, I was going to bring up too because we're watching these relatively close to each other so mm. i think that's another thing that i feel like kind of props this movie up a little bit is that mm. three was such a dud that if you're watching this one closely after watching three it does feel a little better in comparison i would say yeah i mean it's, it's one of these weird things where i'm like i am so like i love the, the wacky deaths and some mm -hmm. of them in this are really fun and they've got a sense of humor to them which i, I do think is the right for the franchise but the one thing I am sick of is the premonition signs that death is coming. Say to the, oh, the story, like I like I've <laughs> yes. been done with that for ages, and mm -hmm. I, you know, so I, I definitely could do with less of that. And it's not as like it's not as moody as three, where it'll stop and like. But there, there is moments where like the character just has dreams in this, where he just sees like CG objects floating around, <laughs> and it looks so bad. But that's like his clues of what the next murder is going to be, and it's it's just oh, it's just rough. Yeah. Uh, and there's definitely like some entertaining bad moments. Like there's some moments mm. where characters will just like for some reason be really stubborn about something and it's like you're an idiot why why are you so str like feeling so strongly about this there's like a super weird 
flip-flop where like one character is like this total believer and then like later on they're just like totally against it I don't know, it's very strange <laughs> how do we know everyone that wasn't meant to happen happened the way it was and i might be sitting yeah. here watching this movie in this <laughs> <laughs> I, I i forget i was gonna do a play on on, on that for my intro <laughs> but uh it's just funny you mentioned you you bring that uh to, I, I forgot about this whole theater sequence at the end i do like i mean it's very it's a, it's a lot of like very on the nose stuff but i like the little kind of you know meta winkiness to it uh, around that section it's skirting the line because it's like on the one hand it's like okay it's going for this meta thing where they're, they're saying mm-hmm. it in a place where the audience is hopefully watching the movie but mm-hmm. at the same time like seeing all the crowd go oh when they're watching the 3D movie, I'm like, come on. <laughs> it's, like, it's like you're trying to sell everyone on the idea that this is how they're supposed to be reacting to, to the 3D. And like, I could be wrong, but I thought like one of the characters uh, earlier says that like it's like a chick flick or something. Yeah, yeah, he says, I don't like, why that. would that be in 3D? <laughs> but, but it's not even just that, why would that be in 3D? He says, no, it's, it's like a chick flick. And then we see the movie playing out and there's like a car chase and explosions. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, what the hell are you talking about? Like next time like uh the next fast and furious movie that comes out if someone asks me to see i'm like ah, i don't really watch chick flicks <laughs> yeah say that to matt see how that uh <laughs> goes down. um I, I will say this though i appreciate that when they're watching the 3d movie in the theater uh because we're not seeing it through the 3d glasses it actually looks like mm-hmm. a real 3d movie does when it's not yeah it looks kind of blurry because you've got the two like parts of it kind of like overlapping uh, I was like, oh yeah, because I, I half expected it because it's a movie, just to, oh, we'll just pretend it looks normal when you don't have the glasses on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, minor points for that, I guess. Yeah. Uh, but some of the deaths are fun, and it's a brisk mm-hmm. enough pace, it doesn't overstay its welcome. Um, it's like an hour 20 something. Yeah, I will say the actual plot setup of these movies is starting to like just feel like it's going through the motions. like it, To the point where when the characters research, like, has this happened before? It's like, there, it's happened multiple times. There, yeah. there, there was a highway thing. There was a plane thing. There's like, we've got all this research. Though. Like, at this point, we should just be able to accept that, like, this is the reality of the world and everyone knows that this mm. happened. So, like, there should just be, like, you know, a, a five-minute PSA that once they know this is what's happening, they can just turn it on and every character is instantly on board. Yeah, we'll have to just get a letter from the government that says, you just survived a horrific accident. <laughs> there is a small chance that you may have been part of a of a false escape in which death is, now going to, <laughs> is going to hunt you down. Yeah. Uh, kind of like uh, when you get medication, is like, you know, side effects yeah. may include. <laughs> yeah. It would be, I mean, you know, everyone loves like referencing memes and movies now. So you just have, you know, Chris Evans, Captain America come <laughs> sit in the backwards chair and be like, so you escaped death. <laughs> You escaped a horrible accident. <laughs> <laughs> and now death's coming after you. <laughs> oh, so many possibilities. <laughs> you know, so the, uh, the one like weird thing I was kind of thinking about watching these movies is I'm very curious about all of the like aftermath to these incidents because like pretty much every death would be eligible for like some type of like civil lawsuit i feel like because it it's oh, like, sure, al- yeah. always hinges on like so many like shoddy like products or craftsmanships like so many companies must be getting sued like in this universe uh or like you know it, i don't know like the, there's if there's people that like accidentally 
you know, uh, like, I guess, I don't know, for example, I, I guess a, a bad example in this movie or something, but like, I was thinking like the lawnmower guy, I was thinking, mm. would he be like liable in any sense? Like for that like i mean uh, <laughs> but that one i don't even know if anyone would even know for sure where that you know came, they came from yeah, him yeah. you know it's, mm. it's so quick and like off in the distance mm. i think when it's something like you know like a swimming pool or in the last movie in the gym where the equipment like malfunctions yeah, yeah. and kills the guys like well that dude's family is gonna come knocking with some lives yeah. <laughs> i'm curious if it's like all right uh is he liable for like criminal negligence like is there possible jail time or is it more just like are right, you get you're gonna have to deep dig deep into maybe, the pockets but <laughs> maybe that's what this franchise is really about death is actually <laughs> going after the insurance companies and he's, he's, he's killing people in really weird ways so that people can claim all sorts of liable liabilities and things yes there you go <laughs> you should have called this you should have called this franchise you should call it fair destination you should have called it gross negligence <laughs> Gross negligence. <laughs> That's pretty good. <laughs> oh dear. Gross negligence 3D. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, just a couple of those on the cast. What's funny is that when I first saw this in 2009, I didn't recognize anyone mm. in it. Well, except the, uh, the as she's credited, the MILF. <laughs> um, she's actually credited as MILF slash whatever her name is. Let's get a quick one. Let's find out what it is. Uh... I don't know, let's scroll through it. Just, I don't know, it's Mel slash, you know, Angela, whatever her name is. Um, <laughs> uh, I, I recognize her because she she's popped up in, a, like, a few small roles here or there. Uh, people may remember as the, the woman in the elevator in Liar Liar that Jim Carrey can't help but tell she has magnificent boobs or something to that effect. Uh, okay. uh, so, yeah. So, she she's in there, right? And that's the one person I may have recognized in 2009 because everything mm-hmm. I saw her in was from before that. But two of the main group of four are actually CW actors. In fact, one's one's okay. a CW actor who then went on to be in The Boys. So the main girlfriend oh. is Patty Spivet from The Flash and is also Butcher's wife on The Boys. Oh, okay. Right? Uh, and then kind of the, the other boyfriend, the one who's a bit, you know, the one who drinks and has sex a lot, or at least tells us he does. <laughs> yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. That's Nick Zeno. He is Nate in Legends of Tomorrow. So... Uh, it was kind of it was kind of like a, a weird feeling like turning this on and be like wait a minute I recognize two of these people <laughs> and I, I I wouldn't have done it at the time so that's just kind of funny uh, so interesting future TV I want to say stars stars seems a bit excessive but <laughs> future TV faces <laughs> sure in this movie so very good very good uh that's kind of all I've got to say about the cast, though. Honestly, mm. like, the characters are, like... I give them credit because they're not as, like, depressing to, to watch as three, but <laughs> they're nowhere near as entertaining as two and have that sense of, of fun. Like, I feel like the main guy is just there to constantly just, like, explain the plot and explain what the danger is, like, scene after scene, and that's kind of it. Yeah, it's it's very strange that, like the uh, i don't know like i feel like i don't want to say like they do a good job but like you know they they give all this personality to like the you know kind of like one off other characters that you know are just there to get killed uh it which you know granted there are usually very one note uh personalities that's all right for, like oh I here's mean, a racist guy or whatever but if this is it effectively a slasher like, movie it makes sense that you know it yeah. works with just having one note characters that are there to be killed off you know no, yeah, totally. But I don't understand why, uh, like, 
I don't know, it just feels like they're so intent on just having like the main characters just be so bland. Like mm-hmm. uh, again, except for yeah, I guess the best friend guy, but he's just so annoying though. <laughs> yeah, um, I would say the 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 annoying guys. Well, it's not his girlfriend because they broke up like before the movie even started. I think, but like, they kind of feel like they're two mm-hmm. couples at the start. But it turns out like the yeah. other two aren't. But uh, she does have some sort of bad funny moments as the movie goes on where she starts mm-hmm. to kind of like just i don't know flip-flop between believing and not believing that there's anything going on yeah <laughs> but yeah like there's not much of a personality there and the, the main couple are just devoid of like anything <laughs> it's like yeah to, to attach to or, or latch mm-hmm. on and don't get me wrong if you go back to fd2 um yeah like the main girl uh played by aj cook i can't remember her character's name like, mm-hmm. her and maybe, like, you know, the cop, like, they were kind of the main two, and, yeah, maybe, like, compared to the other characters, they were more the straight men of the movie, and that's okay, like, that's kind of intentional, but they weren't as, mm-hmm. they weren't as nothing as this. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, I don't know, uh, but, yeah, yeah, the movie does a reasonable job, like, they're all in the crowd at this, uh, this race at the start, and it kind of does this mm-hmm. thing where it goes around them and kind of makes them, you know, the, all the various characters who are going to pop up again somewhat memorable in some way. Uh, and, yeah. I, I will say, we obviously will talk about what it is, and I don't think it's a spoiler to say that someone dies, but uh, mm-hmm. uh, the racist guy's death is laugh-out-loud hilarious and over-the-top. I really and, like that scene. And <laughs> it, it's obviously very intentional because he's the racist one. To, like, we're going to give him the mm-hmm. silliest, most ludicrous death that we, we can think of. I, I think that was at the moment where I started to be like, oh, you know what? I think I, I like this movie. <laughs> like, yeah, it's, it's no, I agree. Over. <laughs> that, that was the moment where I thought, oh, maybe this is actually not bad, this one. Because yeah. the, the race, you know, the actual accent at the start, I think, is one of the weaker ones of the four so far. Um, there's a couple of good moments. Like, there's a couple of good things flying mm. at people. But unlike like, the highway in two, because like everyone's kind of in one location and they're just trying to run away, mm. It's not. There's not as much like variation to the the deaths, if you will. You know. Yeah. Uh, well, you know, it's kind of funny. Is actually would put this as like a second in terms of oh, really? uh, the opening because yeah, I, I mean, I think two is obviously the best that takes the cake, no question. And I do think it is like a far reach from two, but uh, I mean, the thing with like the. You know, the first one is almost non-existent because all it is is an explosion. Like, oh yeah, yeah. The, fir- the yeah. first one didn't do the over-the-top, elaborate like one by one yeah. death thing. Yeah. So you know, uh, so I-, I feel bad, but I do put the first one kind of last, uh, even though, y- you know, they-, they didn't really have that like in mind, I guess, yet to be like a thing for the series. Uh, but then the I don't know, the, just the the roller coaster one. I just I really did not like. I don't know. It really didn't sure. do much for me. So I, I like it better than that one. But I, I, I think, do agree though. It's a far step down from two. I would like it more probably. I think it's because like some of the things that happen. Like this is probably where the CG maybe hurts some of the deaths the most. Is this opening for sure? Yeah. Because you have like really obvious like one of the, one of my pet peeves in like modern movies especially, and you know this counts because this is ending from the last like fifteen years basically, <laughs> is. Yeah. Uh, fake like or cg smoke or whatever like, see so, something mm-hmm. about cg smoke and like fog looks really sticks mm-hmm. out to me when it's not done well and there's a lot of that and here when like the cars start to explode and stuff where there's just kind of mm-hmm. this like faint mist and then mm-hmm. uh like when people get impaled the the metal pipes or whatever look really fake you know there's a lot oh, sure. of, there's <laughs> yeah. a lot of that going on in this this opening um but yeah so yeah, I suppose before we talk about any, any of the old deaths, we'd have to get into spoilers, but... Uh... Sure, 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 yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Maybe I'm giving the special effects a, a little bit of a pass because uh, they are pretty bad. Um, but I don't know. Sometimes they're so bad it did make me laugh a little bit. So I guess I got to give them credit for that. Uh, yeah, I, I guess it's just because they were better before, right? I, like, at the very mm-hmm. least, they did enough of it without CG before that it was never too glaring. Like, I, I don't think there was any yeah. moments in 2 mm-hmm. or 3 that stuck out as bad effects-wise as what a lot of this movie ends up feeling. Yeah, and that I can think of. I mean, yeah. probably in 3, uh, but honestly, I don't... Uh, yeah, some of, the roller coaster, <laughs> some of the roller coaster was a bit dodgy green screen-wise. Yeah. Like, don't get me wrong, mm-hmm. but... This one feels like every other death has like a really dodgy CG element to it, you know? Yeah. And I think it's partly because they want the CG object to fly to the camera or stick out to Absolutely. the camera, yeah. you know? So there's, yeah. a, there's a reason for it. But that reason, of course, is just... Like, because at least when you watch Friday, Friday the 13th Part 3 and mm-hmm. you do recognize all the bullshit, like 3D sticking out of the camera stuff, at least it's not mm-hmm. CG, so it's all practical. You know, say, yo, yo, it's yeah. a baseball bat. Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's a pitchfork that they've got poking at the camera. Uh, whereas here it's all just like really cartoony CG, so yeah, uh, yeah, that's yeah, what it is. When you went to see it in theaters, did you see it in 3D or? I didn't see it in theaters. I saw it later that year, so I've never seen it. In 3D. Oh, okay, okay, okay. And I've never had a 3D TV, so yeah. And I don't even know if they make those anymore. To be honest, I I feel like they don't. I mean, I I could be wrong, but I I don't think they're. They're big sellers. Oh, um, maybe they still exist, but it's just like it's like a feature that's in the list. So if you really want yeah. one, you have to look for it and make sure you get one. <laughs> yeah, uh, I will say obviously it was many years ago, but I, I do remember having fun with it uh, in 3D. And um, while I normally will not opt for the 3D version of you know most movies or whatever, mm. um, if I am going to see something in 3D, like. Um, you know, I, I would usually want something like this that's like something goofy. a goofy horror movie yeah. that, yeah, stuff like's going to be flying at you. <laughs> yeah, once like I realized I wasn't fond of 3D, the only things I remember actively choosing to see in 3D were the two Piranha movies that came out. <laughs> oh. uh, I saw, uh, not the second one, but I, saw, I think I saw the, the first one in 3D. <laughs> yeah, it was Piranha 3D, then Piranha 3 Double D. Because <laughs> of boobs, everyone, yes. boobs. Uh, mm-hmm. We've not done those on the show yet. We've done the original Piranha once upon a time. So oh, we, right, 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 we have yeah. to go back and do Piranha 2 The Spawning, which is the directorial mm-hmm. debut of James Cameron. Jimmy Cams. Yeah, JC, our Lord and Savior. And <laughs> um, <laughs> then the, uh, the the 3D era 2010s movies. Yes. <laughs> with the, all the, the, the CG and the boobs. <laughs> the boobs, yes. Yes. I don't remember them very well, but I remember a lot because it's like spring break or something. There's a lot of just topless women going around. Yeah. So there you go. I could be wrong, but I do think you see a uh, detached penis at some point as well. I think that's in the second one, actually. Oh, is that the second one? Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe maybe I'm misremembering. I mean, again, my memory of these is very vague. Yeah. I remember jet skis. I remember boobs and occasionally a detached penis. Yes. Yes. Yes, hello, cat. Yes, we're great at spoilers. You'll be happy to know. Uh, so, full spoilers. Spoiler cat has arrived. <laughs> full spoilers for Final mm. Destination 4 from this point on. You know, especially, you know, I call it 4 because not only is it the fourth one, but they also went back to calling the next one 5. Just, you know. It's, yeah. Uh, so, on <laughs> HBO Max, they have the Final Destination collection. Uh, so, you can watch all the movies. And it's it's so annoying because, like, 
you know they they do it in like alphabetical order so it's like one two three five then the final destination it's like, ah, come on <laughs> <laughs> that's infuriating it's infuriating yeah. <laughs> all right uh so is there anything from the start i mean also oh. j- like just like uh yeah i don't know all this stuff drives me insane because like um i have the uh the the recent plan of the apes trilogy uh hmm. digitally uh, and it's just so annoying because it's like, you know, if you want to watch it in order, you got to scroll all the way down to Rise of the Planet of the Apes. Then you got to scroll all the way up to watch Dawn of the Planet of the Apes. And then you got to scroll all the way back down to watch War of the Planet of the Apes. And it's like, eh, just like, uh, just just do one, two, three. It's it's so easy. Yeah. Honestly, the thing that bothers me about them is not so much the the Rise, Dawn, and War. It's the mm-hmm. fact that they have the of the planet there i was like just call it rise of the apes dawn of the apes war of the apes like we, sure, we know what yeah. it is like it's too clunky yeah. too many words yeah or, or like i don't know. just make an algorithm that if you know that the movies are sequels that they're going to be lumped together mm. it's uh, annoys me do it by franchise yeah so you can just go to Planet of the apes and get all the Planet of the apes movies in order yeah yeah i agree and and uh, the uh the titling with everything is so out of control these days that you know, that's not the only example. It's just the first one that popped into my mind. But. I love that this movie has been called The Final Destination has led to this. <laughs> <laughs> has led to this, brand. All right. So uh, the opening, I don't have too much to really add about the opening. It does an okay job of establishing the, the you know, the cowboy guys sitting there. There's the racist mm-hmm. couple behind them. Uh, the the mum with her two kids sitting a little bit further down. Which feels like a weird thing to take your two young kids to, unless they're really into race cars, I guess. Maybe they are. I don't know. Um, but I mean, I, I feel like it, there's a lot of young kids there because I feel like, it, mm. I don't know, it seems like something, yeah, like, I don't uh, I don't want to offend anyone, but uh, to me, it's stupid. <laughs> so That's it true. feels like something that like only stupid kids <laughs> would want to go to. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I mean, I agree. It's boring. Well, I mean, uh, uh, Hunt, the uh, the uh, the annoying best friend character, he mm-hmm. says he only comes to this because he hopes to see a crash. <laughs> like that's what yeah. he's hoping for. So <laughs> you could argue that stupid kid mentality. That's true. That's true. Um, yeah. So what's weird with the kids is uh, I guess it's too loud for him. So the mom is sticking tampons in their ears, which seems kind of strange <laughs> i mean this is just meant to be strange for the sake of like oh it's memorable yeah. and like he'll remember it when he flashes back and he's going through mm-hmm. it again uh because because everything I, else he predicts I, is like like he, he predicts like a guy in front of him set well is going to say down in front i mean that's not that weird a thing it suggests someone might say when there's a that's crowd <laughs> but the tampons in the ears is really specific like that's a hard one to get right yeah. But it it does make for like a very funny thing, like when you're doing like a serious recollections when you know he's like because he's like being like very dramatic and but he's like he's like down in front and then the woman's gonna put tampons in, in their ears and I think like uh, the friend says something like that's a lot of tampons for one woman. <laughs> um, and it's also uh, weird because like uh, it feels like the mom's doing it as a joke. Like she like laughs at the kids too. Like at some point, like. I think she like nudges her husband's like hey check this out uh it's very strange i, I kind of like like the the weirdness like that that's going on in like a, a lot of this it's mm. also funny that it seems like there's like usually you would have like i don't know like just kind of like one asshole character and like at first i thought like the the person in front of him was like oh like this is gonna be like 
you know, the annoying macho asshole characters. But then, like, there's the, the racist guy behind him and like, no, we're going to have uh, like, yeah, you think that guy's bad. Well, check out this guy. <laughs> like, yeah, I mean, obviously, the notable death here is probably the first one, which is the tire that comes flying and hits the, <laughs> the woman in front of them, which I do. I actually do appreciate that the first death death gets to work early in this one. You know, before they waited like three months before they started killing people off. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. like the first woman who like gets killed after the accident is it's like right when they're outside the accident mm-hmm. and like she's just they're all yelling at each other trying to figure out what just happened and like mm-hmm. presumably the same or a, a, a similar tire uh comes flying over the this like the, the the seats and like hits her from the you know from inside the uh the racetrack and mm-hmm. does the exact same thing to her where it just like obliterates half of her body uh, <laughs> and it's like okay all right i i appreciate the quick sudden death immediately after you think they've all survived it's like okay one of the people who you yeah. thought was going to be part of the group of survivors didn't really become part of the group mm-hmm. of survivors so like, okay okay that's all right that's all right yeah <laughs> i was into that uh yeah uh as far as the deaths mm-hmm. inside the the racetrack go i mean the the main guy gets impaled at the end of it he sees mm-hmm. As his girlfriend gets crushed by something, that the other two get engulfed in flames. The, yeah, there's a lot going on, so I forget all the specifics. But I know, yeah. like, it it's it usually amounts to like a lot of people just getting like crushed by something. Like, I think someone gets crushed by an engine at some point. I mm. think like an entire flaming car like falls on the audience, and then uh, there's some structural damage, like some ceiling collapses and, and crushes some people. Um, and then the. I forget if the uh, the mom was it the mom like that gets like kind of trampled. I think that's not the actual death, but I think before that she's like yeah, just maybe trampled. Her. Yeah, one of them gets trampled for sure. Um, I I mean I do appreciate that it did have all the little teases of like oh you see like some like oil leaking from something that's going out of the road, yes. so I explain why the flames are going to spread, and you see you know like the fence like the the bolts are rattling a little bit as the cars are driving past, so the fence is not that strong mm. and. You know, like it does all the little teases. Um, uh, I think was I don't know much about like NASCAR, but I imagine it's a bit safer than this. Yeah, <laughs> I think what's weird about this one, and like compared to two and three at least, maybe not to one, but is that you know a crash on a NASCAR track is pretty commonplace, right? Yeah. So. I will say the teases almost feel a little bit redundant because you don't really need to set up the idea that one of the cars is going to skid out of control and start <laughs> a wreck of some kind, you know? That's um, true, yeah, yeah. So it's like almost a little bit uh, pointless. But I do appreciate the, 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 the foreshadowing and stuff because that's part of the fun. It's like, okay, what exactly is going to trigger the, the big accident? What's yeah. going to trigger the deaths? You know, and that's not just for the first scene, but like as we start doing the, oh, you know, the mum's at the salon and like there's all these little hints like, oh the body butter's like squirted out of the floor and uh yeah <laughs> the, the chair keeps like you know it's because like, one of those chairs that's adjustable and it keeps falling down and like oh is, is the hairdresser going to like accidentally stab her with the scissors because the chair's going to move yeah. at the, the wrong time or something you know yeah uh that's the fun stuff absolutely yeah so uh this is good um yeah, so, yeah they'll just kind of go off and do their own thing but the racist guy, uh, because his wife was killed inside the uh, the racetrack, he blames the the guard, who's one of the other main characters, and the guard's black. So this guy is just going into uber racist mode. He blames him for the death of his wife, and he decides to follow him home after the sort of the, the service, you know, the memorial service, and he's got like a 
like a, a tow truck or whatever it is mm-hmm. and he's brought up with him a cross he's going to burn a cross in the, the the guards you know house in front of his house um so you're like okay he's gonna like die horrifically very quickly because like <laughs> yeah. they're, they're setting us up to hate him completely mm. um and sure enough like the the hook from his tow truck or uh, is it a tow truck maybe it's the wrong vehicle i'm thinking yeah of, i think but, so yeah yeah but it's, it's got the metal it's kind of confusing because yeah I, I think he has like a tow truck or something but then also the other kind of asshole guy is also a mechanic so it, it's yeah weird. <laughs> yeah but he the hook kind of falls at one point and he just kind of leaves it because he's like ah, i'm gonna have to you know put this cross on the ground and mm-hmm. he's, it's when he's digging that uh the, you know the, the the truck starts moving like the, the brakes like turn off or whatever mm-hmm. right you know the, and he runs over and this is just some of that you know final destination you know th- things turning on or off or your know, stuff's twisting when it's no one's touching it uh, which I don't love as much as something that feels more natural because this actually feels like no death actually took the brakes off like it had to sure yeah you know? uh, but he he comes right over he's trying to get in and I don't know how the fire starts I can't remember why the fire starts but well uh, I mean you know presumably uh, you know because he's going to light the cross on fire yeah so he's got um, like yeah he's got some flammables with him yeah. Yeah, so I, I assumed it was kind of like the lighter fluid just kind of getting all over the place and then, I don't know, like stuff like scraping on the floor and causing sparks yeah. or something like that, I figured. But he, he's dragged uh, across the ground uh, by the metal hook eventually. He gets, you know, he gets caught by it. He's dragged across the ground. Uh, and actually, before he even gets dragged, there's a moment I want to bring up because this, this really made me laugh. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a really bad acting moment where... Because normally when we talk about bad acting, we're talking about dialogue or something. There's a moment here where he's like chasing after the truck because it's getting away from him. And he's running after it, <laughs> and the way his arms are moving is kind of like, like, Ooh! like he's really upset about it, and he's kind of like waving his his fists in frustration, and it really made me laugh. But what's gets... really funny about there you go. Well, uh, what's really funny about that is up until now, like everything this guy has done, it's been played very menacingly. So like, you know, as a viewer of the movie, like you're supposed to kind of. You know, take him seriously. Um, I, uh, I mean, I think he even like uses like the N word and, and stuff. He does, uh, yeah, he does one show. Yeah. So it, it's like, I mean, you obviously hate him, but it's also like, oh, this guy's like kind of unhinged. It's a little scary. Like, what could he, you know, was he gonna do? Maybe and that's to see. Yeah, maybe that's why this is so effective. Is it funny because oh, totally, yeah. He <laughs> just he flips to being this like looking like a complete tit. And yeah. obviously <laughs> the guard like hears some commotion and he comes outside. Mm. So he gets to see him being dragged across the ground on fire as the fire yeah. spreading up the chain of the hook to the vehicle, <laughs> which eventually makes it explode. And the whole thing is just comically over the top that you can't help but love it. Yeah, and, and he's like and he's screaming and like you know and and again, it's not in like a gruff macho kind of scream, like oh, it's it's like in a very like you know, uh, yeah, <laughs> like wacky kind of way. Uh, and then and while this is all going on, uh, again, because like the car turned on, so the radio turns on, and on the radio they're playing "Why Can't We Be Friends," yeah, like, yeah, right. you know, this <laughs> song about racial equality <laughs> and stuff. So like, uh, and usually, um, it's a little eye rolly sometimes when you have those kind of needle drops, but in here, I, I think it works really well. <laughs> This was, this was exactly the tone shift that the movie needed at this point, I think, because... Exactly, yeah, yeah. Because, like, if it was going to try and play it all straight, like, at this point, it, you know, some of the deaths at the start were wacky-ish, but, like, 
it, it still felt the characters were acting really serious, but this was a moment like, oh no no, there's still there's a sense of humor in this one, and I'm 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 pleased for that. So yeah, you know, and uh, and I don't know if it's it, it, it's kind of a weird thing too, where I don't know it it feels like especially kind of effective nowadays where um i i think i mean not like racism ever you know didn't not exist or something but i don't know i feel like at the time like it wasn't constantly like you know in the news or on the forefront of our thoughts and that kind of thing and it feels like you know the last couple of years it's something that's you know we all kind of have to deal with and and you know realize that oh this isn't you know something that has gone away or whatever so the you know it, it feels kind of more prevalent and which uh today which in turn kind of i don't know, made it feel more cathartic seeing uh you know a like truly bad person get a you know uh pretty good comeuppance so it's uh it, it was funny and but also it's kind of like you know you're kind of rooting for like yeah like <laughs> let's have this guy get it yeah um Who's next? Because I feel like there's a second death before they actually start going to looking for the others to like say, "Hey, that you might be in danger here." Uh, I mean, I, I feel oh, like it's the mom. As right? is that? Or... Yeah, totally. As the mom, you're right. It's, I think yeah. it's because we already mentioned her scene briefly that I just kind of written off as we had done it. But no, so she's taking her kids. Well, she's not there. Kids. She's she's going to the salon, mm-hmm. but she's telling her kids to run off and go to the arcade or something, and. Mm-hmm. It sets up like the kids are like throwing these little rocks at a sign, and there's like a guy in a you know the lawnmower, one of the ones that you ride that you're just going mm-hmm. around, uh, and that's set up for the eventual kill. But there's a lot of like teases inside. Uh, in mm-hmm. fact, speaking of actors, uh, Saul Goodman's secretary is the woman who works at the mm-hmm. salon. Uh, <laughs> so there you go. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, at first I felt a little bad. Um, for the mom is like, ah, oh, she seems like a hardworking mom. Like, you know, you don't want to see her, you know, get killed or whatever. But mm-hmm. uh, once I realized, though, that she's like coming into this place like 10 minutes before they close and being like, oh, come on. Like, <laughs> can you just squeeze me in? Like, I don't know. As someone that used to work uh, retail and would. <laughs> I was going to say, Tim, I, when like... were you in a salon? I can't imagine. <laughs> <laughs> well, like, I, like, um, you know, I, I, like, you know, worked for at a like Blockbuster uh, and before that I worked at Pizza. And there's nothing more annoying than when it's like five to ten minutes to close and you're getting everything ready and you just want to kind of close and get right out there. And then someone comes in like, oh, hey, like you guys still open. It's like you have to grit your teeth. I'm like, yeah, but we're closing soon. Uh, and everyone always says the same things like, oh, I know exactly what I want. I'll just be like, you know, two minutes. And then they end up browsing and asking you a bunch of questions. And it's uh very annoying so i i didn't really have any sympathy for this woman <laughs> maybe a bit harsh uh, i don't know if it's deserving of a death <laughs> but i did appreciate that the actual hairdresser who sees her like she looks like she wants to kill her like the second she sits down she's like oh, i get it yeah. i was getting ready to leave i was going home to do whatever i do with my spare time yeah. and you have come and- in here and because this is not a quick thing like this this she's getting her hair done she's getting Dude. like her nails done like yeah <laughs> Like, if it was just, like, a, a quick trim or whatever, like, fine. But, yeah, it looks like maybe she's getting some coloring or something yeah. done. And then, like, yeah, pedicure. This has to be at least an hour, maybe more than an hour yeah. of, of, like, time. Um, it's, this is not, like, a guy getting in and getting a buzz cut where it's, like, three yeah. minutes of bzzz 
and that you're done yeah, go exactly yeah. <laughs> um so yeah but like there's all these little hit like, there's a fa- the ceiling fans spinning above and that eventually falls down when it's when the kids come in and, and like slip and drop their slushies uh, yeah. <laughs> i did laugh that there's kind of a lot of similarities between this scene and the tanning bed scene from the last movie yes because uh, yeah, yeah. the slushies uh there's also um like some type of like um you know, lotion the, or something that falls yeah on the floor. yeah and then also you know a salon and a tanning salon you know they're, they're pretty similar yeah yeah you know, they're, 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 the same type of person might use both i guess is what i'm saying oh for sure yeah <laughs> you know uh it's a so, biting critique on uh yeah how much emphasis we put on beauty <laughs> yes yes um I mean, most women use a salon, but you know, oh, I mean, uh, <laughs> yeah. like it's you know, it's an extension. Hell, I of... use a salon. <laughs> <laughs> it's an extension of um, uh, you know, this is a similar thing where it's like taking care of your appearance and stuff, right? So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, this is, there was some similarities there uh, for me, but this was obviously different because you had the kids and you had all that, and this mm-hmm. idea that like both the workers in this place wanted to kill the kids because <laughs> this this poor woman who had to stay an hour late or two hours late, however long mm-hmm. this took. To, to do this woman's hair she the last time we see her she's sweeping the slushies that the kids have spilled all over the floor so she's doing extra work that she didn't normally yeah. have to do like i'm sure she always sweeps the floor because there's hair but yeah. sweeping hair is very different to sweep sweeping and cleaning like spilled I mean, like sugary yeah, drinks you're gonna have to get a mop or something yeah because uh, yeah, just sweeping's not gonna do it. it's gonna there's gonna be so much sticky residue yeah so yeah, if anything, I was almost disappointed that uh, we didn't see her walk out after the... Because basically what happens mm-hmm. is the lawnmower guy uh, rides over this stone or little rock and it mm-hmm. goes flying like a bullet into the, the mum's eye when she's coming mm-hmm. out of the store. So I was almost disappointed that the uh, hairdresser herself didn't walk out, see it, and like react, like not with like, the <laughs> fear that the receptionist was, but more with like, huh... <laughs> yeah just a sex uh, smile I, maybe comes across her face i, yeah. I could have been into that and uh I, I forget what she says too but she says something like yeah I, i'm gonna have to keep my eye on you too or something like uh, uh yeah that. i'm gonna keep my eye on you too until you're in college and then the receptionist yeah. goes maybe military school <laughs> i was <Yeah>. like maybe <laughs> but then uh yeah uh or, or does she say something like, you know, don't leave my sight or sight? I feel like she says something about eyes or sight right before the rock yeah, goes yeah. to her. The, the, like, there's a nudge, nudge, wink, wink of yeah, yeah. the eye. Yeah. The, I mean, I might have brought this up before too, but the like, there's so much like fake out stuff that like, you know, could almost kill her or whatever. Yeah, the fan so, falling down, uh, the yeah. chair falling when the woman's got the scissors next to her head. Yeah. So like, my question with that is... Are these just coincidences or is, is death, death trying and failing until he gets <laughs> yeah. it right? So okay, well that didn't work. All right, let me try for the fan. Okay, goddammit. All right, well let me just do the rock then. Like <laughs> This is the sort of thing where yeah, it doesn't make much sense when you think about it in the context of well, if death's this good, there shouldn't be all these little failed attempts. But this yeah. is something that they've realized as filmmakers makes these scenes more fun for the audience is to have all the fake outs. So Yeah, I I'm nitpicking, but also like this is what's entertaining about it like yes yeah, yes w- w- <laughs> yes uh, no i i love the fake outs of, of mm-hmm. all the other things that may kill them like it's part of the fun um so yeah that's the, after these two pop up in the news right it's like oh shit mm-hmm. i've done my research flight 180 blah 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 oh. blah 
and, and you know it's funny too i like the little callback where you know she like her regular hairdresser wasn't there she's like oh yeah he like didn't come in today like someone on the street was like dragged burning oh yeah <laughs> that was funny yeah for a second i was like wait He's a security guard and a hairdresser? That's a very <laughs> multi-talented man. Now, obviously, it's someone else on his street, but still. Yeah. <laughs> um, now, so they, they go and find the mechanic who's, like, the, the husband of the woman who got, like, you know, squished with a tire. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Which, in and of itself, is kind of funny that he's a mechanic mm. and his wife got killed by a, 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 like a renegade tire that came flying out of nowhere. Yeah. The bitter irony. Yeah, but they go to his work and like he's not really happy to see them. And then there's a moment where like one of them like hits a, a lever by accident, and you know, all the cars that have been held up, like one of them just like goes whoosh and like sort of comes down. <laughs> and would you believe it? He's, the guy's manager's like, "Hey, you can't have civilians in here. Take them outside." <laughs> yeah. Uh, so his death. I mean, the CG is not great, but the, it's a fun enough idea for a death that would have to be done with CG. That you, you kind of mm. forgive this one. Uh, but there's a fake out again where like one of the vans that they're working on like rolls down the hill and it, it stops just before it hits them because like the the wench is on it so it just kind of like mm-hmm. pulls back and so it's like right in front of, he's like sandwiched between a fence and uh mm-hmm. the van but then yeah. he like squeezes out of well, that yeah. what's kind of funny about it too is it's like inches away <laughs> from killing him uh and then like the other guy just calls out like hey man are you okay and he's like yeah i'm fine i'm like if that was me i'd be like yeah i need to take the week off like i almost died like i'm traumatized but he scooshes over and then uh do you know i don't even what is it that flies at him i can't even remember is it an extinguisher fire extinguisher or something like that so i don't know if it's an extinguisher maybe it's like a like a like a tank like gas can yeah like so, a tank is something okay. more stronger yeah because a fire extinguisher would not be strong enough to that's true you should to yeah, do yeah. this yeah, that's had more kick to it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, no, good point. Yeah, like some type of like gas or air no, container. Or don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that in real life this would actually do this either, but it, no. <laughs> a fire extinguisher definitely would not, even in movie logic. No. <laughs> uh, so yeah, it, it, something, whatever it is, gas canister flies at him at such force that it actually pushes him through the chain link fence and we get like mm-hmm. almost that cube effect of like the, 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 the squares or diamonds of flesh like falling through the other side <laughs> of the fence. Uh, it's like okay, okay. Which, he got he uh, got uh, mashed potatoed. This is funny, <laughs> and which again is kind of funny because uh, that that remind me a lot of the, you know, uh, the fence kill from two, where like someone kind of gets like sliced up. Oh, with uh, the barbed wire fence, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a little so, similar. Yeah, so it's kind of it. funny that like, not that it, not that like you know a lot of these things, not that they're necessarily like rip offs, but like I don't know that stuff that feels like reminiscent of the other films. Um, well, that's the same director. He's got a type of death that he sure, enjoys, sure. Yeah. and he's, he's he's going through the. There's an eye death, you know. There was the ladder and two, and that's here true. it's the mm-hmm. it's the mum with the, the the rock. So, you know, what? Uh, I mean, yeah, I guess maybe we'll talk about it more properly because uh, I do it in the end too. But we didn't even talk about how the uh, like the opening uh, credit sequence, which has the like it's the X rays like of like the, all the old deaths yeah so you see yeah. the ladder going through the guy's eye and x-ray form and yeah. stuff uh it's very reminiscent of uh like the uh, kind of like the more recent mortal Kombat games <laughs> does that a lot yeah hell maybe that's inspired that i don't know i was i, I was wondering I, I was trying to i mean i could have looked up like what came first uh because they, they feel very similar but i don't I know when the first yeah i don't know what the first mortal Kombat did that 
but it could have been after this. So I don't know. Mm. Uh, somewhere during here, like they try to figure out what the order of deaths are, so they break into the, the racetrack, mm. which makes them run to the guard, who <laughs> then sort of starts helping them. Um, he's actually, I, I may be skipping over a death here, but I just want to talk about his thing first, which mm-hmm. is, he basically just, like, after another death, he just accepts that he's next and that it's coming for him, and he would mm-hmm. rather just do it himself and just get it over with rather than, like, live in fear. So, mm-hmm. we have this thing where he's, like, an ex-alcoholic, or he's a recovering alcoholic, I should say, not ex. It doesn't, it's not, it doesn't work that way. Um, but he is, like, maybe going to have a drink and kill himself mm-hmm. just to get it over with, because, uh, mm-hmm. as he puts it, he thinks that's what God wants. If, if death's coming after mm-hmm. him, then... You know, and maybe that's adding some lore to the series that, oh, yeah, God's behind <laughs> this, so that, isn't that a bit sinister? But uh, they find him, like, hanging from, like, a noose, and but he's not mm-hmm. dead, he starts, like, moving, so they sort of, like, obviously they run over and, like, get him down. And then this plays into like, this this thing that was introduced in 2 and used a little bit in 3, which is that if you're not next, you can't die. And he's like, I've been trying to kill myself all day. I tried taking pills. I threw them up. I tried to asphyxiate myself. The car wouldn't start. <laughs> like, it's like, and I was like, there's almost a really dark comedy of like, like a I'm character sure. in one of these movies trying to murder themselves repeatedly, but just not being able yeah. to do it. Um, yeah, it's um, it's interesting. I do like this idea, but I do wish maybe it was a bit more comedic. Like his character feels so heavy. Yeah. Like, that it's all taken like you know uh more seriously than uh, i would like like it, it'd be nice um and uh i mean i, I don't want to bash this guy you know he's like a fine actor or whatever but um i feel he could maybe gotten someone better for the role like he, he plays everything so somber which i mean maybe that's on you know the director and everything but uh i don't know i would like maybe just someone a little more peppier or energetic or something because uh, i don't know <laughs> it's always like a bit more depressing <laughs> when he's around <laughs> Yeah, that's fair. Um, his actual death later on uh, is is a redo of the you know the bus hitting the woman in the first one, which mm. is fine. Except it's really obvious it's coming because of the way the shots framed. So you can you can see it coming a mile off that he's about to get hit with something. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, so th- like I'm kind of just positioned, uh, or I get or like, trained that whenever I see like someone crossing a street in a movie, I'm like <laughs> just like oh yeah, something is gonna come. Uh, just smashing him at some point. So I'm trying to remember if uh, the like uh, Hunt the the shitty like best friend if his death was before all the suicide stuff. I think it was because yeah, him and the uh, the other the, the girl best friend like they both are mm-hmm. like sort of like in jeopardy at the same time and they all they, they, mm-hmm. they split up to go and try and find them and because they save the girl um, uh, Jana I think her name is um at the car wash i think that's because because immediately when they realize he can't die they basically mm. say wait because we saved one and it skips someone we, we stopped the the design we stopped the plan so we're out the woods mm. and that was like a frustrating like moment for, in this movie one because it's like a good half hour left in the movie still but also because <laughs> it's like they've never like in the previous movies they've never thought that they've solved the whole thing because they got managed to save one person. It was always like, we have to save everyone on the list before at least we think we've done it, mm-hmm. kind of thing. So this was yeah. especially egregious, where I'm like, but even in the other movies, they didn't think it was over at this point. <laughs> uh, and maybe 
this survivor is just a little bit more dumb. Yeah, because we get to this point here where it, it does that kind of skip skip ahead, and they're sitting having coffee as if like it's the end of the movie, and like mm-hmm. we're about to get the oh no shock, like things things are still going, but mm-hmm. it's not. Uh, so, um, yeah, we should talk about the 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 the, the, the dual death slash near death of uh, the yeah the two mm-hmm. best friends. So the guys at a swimming pool. He's just been having sex in a tent at the swimming pool. <laughs> uh he's not very generous though he he uh no lousy lover no no he 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 makes sure he finishes and she's like no what are you doing no i'm not done yet he's like i've been done mm-hmm. for like four minutes and he just starts looking yeah. at his phone <laughs> he, he's 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 not interested anymore mm-hmm. um his death is that he gets sucked into the uh <laughs> the uh what would you even call it Pool the drainage system, yeah like, like it's sucking in water and he, he gets mm-hmm. sucked in until eventually it sucks in his insides because it gets so strong, and then out through the pump, like his like intestines come flying out. Yeah, I I do like that the setup of this is just like really showing like how much of an asshole this guy is, <laughs> and uh, and I do think it's kind of funny that even beforehand they're like discussing uh, like what's going on, and he's just like. I, I'm not sure if he did actually believe it or not, but he was kind of like, well, if if I'm going to die, I'm going to like at least try to go get laid. <laughs> but the, the other best friend seems to think that, um, you know, that like, oh, that might actually be something to this. But uh, I like all the stuff at the pool is just really setting up how much of an asshole he is. Like, um, you know, just poking a hole in this kid's inflatable raft and like <laughs> all this like jerky stuff. Yeah. Meanwhile, the uh, the woman Janet, she uh, does like bird shit on her window, so she <laughs> goes into the car wash, and I mean, there's a series of unfortunate events where <laughs> the, the car ends up filling up with water as she gets her head stuck in the sunroof, but the sunroof closes as she's trying to climb out, and she gets her head trapped there. So we get this really funny visual of the car like being like taken down the car wash mm. slowly is with her head <laughs> sticking out the top yeah <laughs> uh, soaking wet it's a really funny visual mm. um of course uh, uh patty spivet shows up and like runs in and like helps like pry open mm. the the sunroof and gets her out and all the rest in fact and- she actually drives the car in and pushes her back before she mm-hmm. hits the i'm not so sure though she would die from her head get into like the you know the spinny washer yeah. things I feel I, like it would be unpleasant, sure, but I don't think she would die from it. Just hold your breath for like 10 seconds and you're probably fine. Yeah, no, I I was thinking the same thing. I was like, I mean, I imagine a, a human person could go through a car wash and probably wouldn't feel great, but, you know, also probably wouldn't die from it. Um, But, I mean, again, that's another thing, though, where like, oh, she is going to be a millionaire because she is just going to be able to sue this like car wash company into oblivion <laughs> yeah after, after even for the near death it has completely destroyed her car <laughs> that's yeah that, that's at least something right there um you know so but i i i do kind of like this um I, I i forget if we've like kind of had this before but i like this like dual mm. um you know like death kind of going on um you know, because like you were saying before, like, you know, the the fake outs and stuff are the fun thing. And uh, I like the, you know, going back and forth and being like, OK, like, you know, which ones it's going to is it going to be like, which one is like the real death? Which one are they going to be able to save? Uh, so it was fun. <laughs> yeah, um, it's because they effectively died at the same time, more or less, in the, the yeah. opening. So it was yeah, it's the idea being that they're going to die more or less at the same time again. Mm. 
Uh, so it's a fun sequence. They kind of yeah, they, they treat it as this big action moment when uh, the main girl kind of drives the car in and like pushes her car back and yeah. comes in to be the hero. So yeah, it's it's a fun time. Um, so I, with the the asshole's death, like you know, like you're saying, like oh yeah, like you could probably survive a car wash. Like similarly with him, like I feel like the suction like for these pools is not meant to be like that powerful yeah it's not dangerous levels yeah. of uh you know you know this is this is like a, a high pressure yeah like suction <laughs> this is like the sort of equipment that might be used to like i don't know clean out i don't know dodgy like debris or gas from like a building yeah. or something that, that pulls it out at like and a high then, high rate and, it, and essentially it's like his ass <laughs> I, I guess it's kind of getting stuck in this pipe but like i don't know i, I kept thinking like oh like I, I don't know is he like if he takes off his like swimsuit like could he like swim up like i, I don't know if that was like was holding him down or uh also it's just kind of funny that it's like it's a it seemed like a pretty busy pool like is no one else seeing that there's no, a no guy just <laughs> no one's noticed well i guess it's, it's kind of a catch-22 in the sense that because he's blocking the drain the water's not draining anymore so no one's noticing any water going away oh sure sure mm-hmm. so maybe that's the logic i mean i don't know i'm just i'm playing devil's advocate so mm-hmm. after the whole suicide thing which comes after this they're like oh i guess we solved it because we saved one person that must be it uh and then of course the news comes on that the cowboy guy mm-hmm. survived but is heavily injured and in the hospital but he was <laughs> supposed to die but because he never got asked to move because things changed it's like, oh, shit, 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 he must be next. We have to go to the hospital and save the cowboy guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, his death's pretty funny. And he seemed like a nice enough guy, which is why this <laughs> is a, kind, of, kind of a sad, but really funny death. Um, he's in the hospital. He can barely move. And it's the floor up above him. There's like an old man getting like a, like one of those big metallic therapy baths. <laughs> and he's up in the hoist. And like he's waiting for the, 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 the doctor or nurse to put him in the water, but they, mm-hmm. he gets called away, so he's like, oh, I'll come back in a minute, Mr. So-and-so. And this old man is just casually, like... He's not racist like the neo-Nazi was early on, but he's <laughs> he's, he's just, like, casually he's old so... man racist. Yeah. <laughs> um, Saying that he, like, I, Jeremy, you're, you're kind I killed in Korea, and the guy's like, dude, I'm Chinese. Like, I'm not, yeah. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not Korean. <laughs> and the guy's like, ah, man, not much difference. This is going to be his attitude. But, um... He starts freaking out immediately when he sees the water overflow. It's actually really comically quick where the nurse or doctor must have just walked out the room and it's already overflowing the edges. Like didn't he yeah. think it was <laughs> didn't he think he was already near the top, so maybe he should turn the water off? Yeah. I, like, I don't know. But uh basically the water starts dripping through the ceiling onto the cowboy's bed. So the cowboy actually ends up like managing to get himself out of bed and he's like crawling like literally like a zombie almost just crawling. He can't <laughs> use his legs, he's covered in bandages, he's, he's heavily injured. And our main guy and the bodyguard show up at the door just in time. The cowboy turns and looks at them, sort of goes, help! And then this huge, heavy, metallic bathtub just falls through the floor because the water is like too much for the, the floor to take and completely squishes them. It's, it's a funny death. Uh, the the main character does like feel, I don't know, particularly kind of useless. <laughs> it's like this oh, is yeah. like the second death in a row where he like shows up just right at, in time to watch someone just die. <laughs> Three if you count the mechanic as well. Oh yeah, yeah, sure, yeah. Um, but yeah, because I, I guess we didn't really mention it too much. But like that the asshole friend, like basically his insides get sucked out and like they just explode through the pump of the pool. So like when yeah. the, the main character gets there, he just sees this like eruption <laughs> or, of like or this geyser of blood. 
Yeah, so... I guess that's the other problem. Not only is he really bland, he's not. He's also an idiot who, like, basically achieves <laughs> nothing the entire movie. Um, <laughs> except when Death decides to give him another, like, or whatever's intervening to give him visions gives him, like, a second go-round for the end. Because none of the other movies have done this. But this movie yeah. pulls the cheap trick of doing the flash, like, the, the you know, cut back to, oh, that was all a premonition. So when he's leaving the hospital and the bodyguard gets killed, he actually goes back to that. The bodyguard dies right away again anyway, so it doesn't save him. It's kind of funny the second time because it's, like, the character just, like, has no time to react, which, to be fair, it's, like, yeah, he, he wants to go save you know his girlfriend and stuff so you know he needs to move fast and stuff but it is kind of just funny that the old man dies so fast and he's just kind of like oh, no time no time got 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 in the move um <laughs> because the girlfriend and janet are at the mall they think everything's okay and they're going to go see the movie uh and then there's, it, there's some teases and when they're in the mall of like like the mm-hmm. uh remote control car hitting their foot and like this like heavy thing being like helicoptered above the the mall and all the, sorts the, the, the thing that's kind of weird about this too is like it seems like you know I, I i'm not sure how much time has passed but it seems like people are like really quick to be like we we, we solved it like let's mm-hmm. like immediately start planning our vacation and stuff like <laughs> yeah I, I would be like all right guys i think we're in the clear but let's give it like a couple of months like yeah, yeah. Then, you know what this is is this is like <laughs> like like you can pretty like you can relate this to the the pandemic pretty easily like people are like you know just so easy to be like well that's over right i mean we can start going out and having fun it's like guys like let's give it some time for god's sake um but uh yeah and, and also it's like um okay even if you do think you beat it and stuff like still one of like your best friends has just died so like you know, aren't you thinking about like funeral arrangements? And no, like... he's he's toasting with champagne, <laughs> saying life's too short. We should do everything we ever wanted to do. Now we should go on a trip. We should do this. We should do that. Uh, so he, by anyway, the first time through though, he races over to the mall, and they're already in the movie theater watching <laughs> the uh, the film, and. <laughs> For some reason, the girlfriend at this point starts to get the the, the premonition. No, she doesn't actually get premonitions, but she starts to get those weird feelings and noticing the signs. It's like mm-hmm. that's might sound weird, but what if what if things aren't supposed to? You know, what if what if uh, things are still wrong? What if, what if mm-hmm. that's going to happen? Uh, but basically, what happens is that they're constructing new screens at the theater. They're adding like you know six mm-hmm. new rooms. So there's like some construction workers doing stuff and like. Basically, like some tanks of gas, like end up like spilling, and there's like or the you know kerosene or whatever it is, mm-hmm. and it all builds up to like an explosion that happens where the um the the the, the explosion in like the constructed theater that's happening mm-hmm. is behind the screen of the one that they're watching the movie in. So an explosion happens in the movie, and then the explosion actually happens and comes mm-hmm. through the screen literally. Um, this has the weird like. Uh, that's maybe my favorite moment of the whole movie just because it's so dumb <laughs> is the janet the other woman when the the main guy finally finds what room they're in because he goes in a few different theaters and just sort of shouts mm. hey girlfriend what's her name laurie laurie <laughs> and like people are just like piss off dude but he eventually finds mm. what one they're in and he goes up and says like oh the cowboy died the the, the, the bodyguard died like we, we have to go and for mm. some reason janet just like with her 3D glasses still on, goes, no, maybe this was always meant to happen this way, so I'd be sitting right here watching this movie. 
and she refuses <laughs> to go and then you know seconds later the explosion happens she gets impaled with like a metal bit of rebar and like nails her in the face she's almost like a new pinhead the way she gets hit in the face with nails and the thing that's especially weird about it is like she was so receptive to everything like mm. early on like like she was the one like it seemed like she i don't know was kind of like spiritual or something like she was like oh like you know yeah like you know uh this was like um you know we have to listen to your warnings or destiny or whatever uh like yeah like we got to be careful and then i don't know now all of a sudden she's just like very stubborn which it doesn't really make any sense but Again, don't think about it too much, I guess. This is someone saying, no, the pandemic's over, damn it, we got through it already, yeah. everything's fine. <laughs> and then immediately, yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> there's that. But then, obviously, that's not the end of it, because uh, the main guy and the girlfriend do get out of the, the theatre, they, mm. you know, they, they feel the impact of the explosion, but they're out, everyone's abandoning the theatre now, everyone's, like, running down the escalators, the explosion is, like, mm. triggering more chaos, so there's more explosions, there's things falling down eventually the death because it, te- it teases us earlier where mm. and it's funny that we just did a bonus movie on yes uh, patreon the same thing <laughs> uh, phantom of the mall where someone gets caught in an escalator because it's teased mm. here where like her shoelace because she's bought mm. new sneakers apparently the main guy likes her in sneakers that's his fetish apparently uh, <laughs> yeah i can relate <laughs> I feel like that just adds to his blandness. It's like that's, that's, yeah. that's his thing, sneakers. But anyway, you guys are the least caught. Hey, you want me to pick up something sexy for you? Uh, <laughs> yeah, can you wear some, like, sneakers? <laughs> yeah, can you wear some okay. sexy? Bit? Yeah, put on some, uh, put a raincoat on, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a raincoat and a cowboy hat. <laughs> <laughs> maybe now nah, cowboy hat's a uh, cowboy has a bit more adventurous i suppose there's some role play options mm-hmm. with a cowboy hat for sure yeah yeah Yeehaw, all that stuff uh <laughs> anyway so uh there's a tease where she gets a shoelace cut and i actually thought it was a funny little moment where she starts panicking and the, the music starts playing as if it's this tense oh no what's going to happen when she can't mm-hmm. and then they get to the top of the escalator with her their lace cut and it just pulls out at the end and it's like yeah. oh that was nothing that there's nothing dangerous about this at all. It's not powerful enough to do anything. Uh, so that made me laugh, mainly because of the other movie we watched where we were debating that a little bit. But, um, yeah. well, I say oh, debating. Yeah, yeah. We both agreed that it wouldn't do anything, but the movie yeah. was trying to tell us it would. <laughs> uh, actually, another thing I, I just remembered uh, from the opening that I thought was really funny is at one point when he's, like, looking around for, like, clues and uh, the camera just focuses on, like, the back of someone's shirt and it just says, like, life's a bitch and then you die. And, like... It's just very funny to see this very stupid shirt, but, like, it has the very dramatic music <laughs> to it. Well, I, there's one little extra bit since you brought this up. Mm. After it says, life's a bitch and then you die, underneath that it just said, questions? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I don't know, I, I like stuff like that where it's like, oh, the music is taking it very seriously, but the thing you're looking at is just, like, it's so silly. <laughs> yeah, because, so, the girlfriend, Laurie, gets us over-the-top death here in the escalator where... Half the escalator gets, like, hit away by, like, the, the, the roof falling in or something. And so we get, like, it's all the gears underneath the escalator that are, like, sort of pulling her in. And she gets, like, sucked in and grinded to death. Now, I'm still not sure if these would be powerful enough to actually mush a person and, like, pull them in. <laughs> I still feel like they would just get stuck once your foot goes in and maybe break your foot or something. Yeah, but don't get me wrong. It, it does look more convincing than just the top of the escalator. You know, it, it, yeah. it looks more menacing, at least what they've... Because I have seen, like, pe- escalators being worked on, just, you know, they're, they're out of commission, so you, you, there's a workman, mm-hmm. and you can see, the, like, 
you know, it, it looked kind of like this, but the, they intentionally mm. obviously made this with the CG look really menacing. Like, oh no, this is yeah. like a grinder in here. <laughs> like, like, all yeah. these chains going. Yeah, because uh, I don't think like escalators are really built for like speed and power. No, like, if you ever look at the way they move, it's not. Uh, yeah, they're 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 gentle stairs, uh, as one <laughs> one might say. But uh, but yeah, I, I I do think the scene is effective though. Like uh, I like how over the top and menacing it looks, and then it does get like pretty gory and stuff. I I like the scene. Yeah, it's part of the silly fun. But then it flashes back at like the start of the movies of like somehow. He's had another chance to solve all this. <laughs> Why move the characters in one, two, and three didn't get this chance? I don't know, but yeah. <laughs> uh, sure enough, he he makes it to the theater quicker. So instead of going to the theater to actually get them out, he goes to the the, con- the construction area where they're building more theater screens and tries to just like stop the fire and the explosion from happening. And this mm-hmm. is pretty comical as well because like he actually manages to like put out the the first fire that starts with the fire extinguisher and then he like sort of jumps on like the last little bit. But then immediately a spark happens behind him and sets another bit of rags on fire. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then he gets the nail gun, like fires and like nails his arm to the wall. Uh, mm. I did actually kind of also think it was quite funny that he goes to like, because yeah, the, the, the plan here is just to head the fire, uh, you know, the, what do we call it? The, the fire escape. Not the fire escape. The, mm-hmm. the, the, the alarm, uh, the, the fire alarm. The sprinklers. Well, that's eventually what he does is he gets the sprinklers. Oh, oh, okay. No, but oh, he yeah. tries to like hit the fire alarm to like so the oh, building sure, sure. will evacuate. <laughs> but I actually really liked where he goes to press it, nothing happens. Then he looks up, and because it's a room that's under construction, it's not connected to it, <laughs> and the, the cable's just oh, yeah. kind of dangling. And I'm like, that actually makes a lot of sense that they've not finished installing that yet. You know what? Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair <laughs> enough. Amusing. Uh, but he eventually turns on the sprinklers, which saves the day. Uh, and apparently he's a bit of a local town hero for this. Like, he's in the newspapers and stuff. Uh, oh, sure. What would be crazy... I, I feel like, you know, there would be people that would make documentaries about this town because... Like, I, I mean, just imagine what the news cycle is. It's like, hey, remember that, like, one week where there was <laughs> that, like, giant explosion collapse at the the racetrack and then... Uh, that guy like lit himself on fire down the street, and then uh, that person got sucked into a pool, and then like the movie theater at the mall exploded. Like that would be an insane well, like almost, couple of days. <laughs> almost exploded. Almost exploded. Yes, yes. Right. Because because obviously it's just changed now. He's fixed it. Yeah, he stopped it. True, true, true. So we get the typical foundation ending mm-hmm. where the three surviving characters are sitting at the table in the coffee shop, and. Like you know, he starts seeing signs, and for some reason, it's try. He tries to sort of deduce that, much like what the what uh, uh, Janet said at the movie theater, like this was the plan all along was to get all three of them to sit here and on this time. And I'm like, wait, so that brings in some serious questions. Why go through the effort to try and kill any of them before? Um, and that vision that let you save them from the previous thing, if the plan from the start from death was to get you at this table so a car could come through and, like, kill you all an x-ray vision, then, like, is death the one sending you the, the visions just so it can have a fun game of hunting you down? Is death behind the visions in the first place? To be like, ha ha ha. Like, is, it, is death like the predator in that it wants a hunt? It doesn't just want to, like, kill everyone easily. It wants to have them be scared and running from it. And I mean, get, uh- yeah, actually, that's an interesting idea. I wonder, yeah, if there's a motivation like that, like 
death is bored and it wants a challenge uh that, that could be interesting <laughs> i don't know if that is really what the movie's trying to say if, if, I'm, if I'm just like getting there based on this like stupid I, little ending that they've tacked on yeah I, I would say the movie probably doesn't think about it too hard yeah uh but sure enough yeah car comes it's, it's very spider-man 2 it reminded me of spider-man 2 the yes, way the car yep, comes yep. in the window but uh it when it just goes to hit them it switches to the x-ray mode so you don't actually get to see it mm-hmm. properly and the credits start playing as they're getting you know an x-ray mode getting just completely obliterated by the car and then it, yeah and then the, uh i think it, is it here or in the beginning where it shows like kind of like the a lot of the classic like this is the, the series it's this, this, oh, okay. this, this the start of the movie yes yeah, the opening titles we got all the classic deaths yeah. so. x-ray stuff is fun it's kind of interesting i think yeah, it's 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 all like getting you get to see some things that it would just probably look too stupid in live action because yeah. it'd be too quick. Because it's in slow motion yeah. as well. It's like all the X-ray stuff's in super yeah. slow motion, so you can see kind of like how one of them gets all their teeth knocked out, another one gets mm-hmm. splatted on the the wall, and you know. Mm-hmm. So, but yes, so it ends with them all dying. Uh, mm-hmm. Not that I wanted any of these characters to survive or come back, so that's okay, I For guess. Sure. <laughs> um, yeah. So I mean, I, I guess like to sum it up, I would say that. I like it probably better than three mm-hmm. and one, but it's still a kind of a there's still a bit of a void between this and two. For sure, yeah. Uh, you know, I, I think there's some fun qualities to it. There's some fun deaths. There's some there's you know enough reason to watch it if you like this kind of mm-hmm. thing. But uh, ultimately, I'd say two is the only actual good movie in the. Mm-hmm. in the franchise but I mean, maybe that's harsh I, I don't know but that's that's where i landed on it um yeah i mean I, I think i'm a little bit more positive uh than you but not too far off like i i had fun with this you know for kind of delivering a, a lot of what what i want in a final destination uh film but um yeah it's always going to be hard to live up to two because that i don't know just really went like above and beyond uh so i don't know it'd be interesting like if these movies were like kind of reverse where it'd be like you know if this one came first and it was like all right this is like a good it's a step in the maybe a better direction mm. and then like you know the and then two came after and was like oh okay now this is like the pinnacle this it like perfected the what it was doing here but um i i think i still think it was a, a quite a bit of fun but yeah. Um, yeah, I'm not it, mad. It's I still cheesy it. and yeah. stuff. Yeah, it's it's an easy watch. I'm not mad. I watched it. It's it's got some fun stuff in there. I, uh, it's it's a cheesy, silly time. And if, if I think if you are going to enjoy it, you'll get something out of it. Uh, that's a weird sentence because obviously you are if you enjoy it. But <laughs> you know what I yeah. mean. Like it, like obviously there's a lot of people who just will not get any charm from this and will just hate it, and that's fine. Sure. I can get it. Like I can't really argue with anyone. Mm-hmm. Uh, now I do remember uh enjoying five kind of in a similar vein a bit more than this Mm -hmm. like in the sense that it's not a good movie the characters are really dumb and stupid and bad Mm -hmm. but i remember the deaths being fun and like some of the logic the characters have being really like funny in a bad way so i'm curious to Mm -hmm. see if i feel that way when we watch five in a few weeks time but yeah i yeah i i honestly i don't think i like remember anything about five at all (laughs) Um, and I will say this: I actually predicted the ending of Five when I was watching it the first time in the theater. Because mm-hmm. uh, Five, I think, yeah, Five's the only one I saw in the theater. Now that I think about mm-hmm. it, it's the only one I ever saw in the theater. So, um, 
Uh, obviously, we won't spoil it now because that's for next time. Uh, but uh, yeah. Uh, all right. Well, I, I guess we can rate the movie then. Uh, Tim, what are you given the final destination? Uh, I, I, it's not a perfect movie by any means, uh, and it's certainly not uh, the best in the franchise. But um, at least for right now, until we you know do the next one and the one after that eventually, um, I, I do think it's you know pretty clearly the second best uh, for me. Um, so I'm gonna give it like a, a decent score, but nothing. But yeah, you know, I can't go like too great. So I think I'm gonna give it a six point five, uh, which. To me, it's kind of like just shy of like being actually good. Mm. Like, I think it's good for a Final Destination movie where like, OK, it delivers, you know, some cheesiness, some like over the top characters, some fun kills. Um, but it doesn't really give me that little something extra, which, you know, I, I can say that like two did. Um, but yeah, the you know unfortunately the, the effects uh you know are definitely a big hit uh hit against it um yeah. they're outdated um in a weird way i i do find it a little <laughs> like charming and nostalgic because it's like oh man remember when like effects look like these but uh <laughs> yeah i i guess it, it doesn't really go i super think far. i was <laughs> i was less amused when um it was the dream stuff where he was just like picturing mm -hmm. like like a CG hook because it's the hook that's going to yeah. kill the racist. So you just see the CG hook, but it, because it's just the item on its own, it feels like mm. this doesn't feel like a scene in the movie. It feels like this is the like someone who's just built a CG hook and the computer is showing it off and like a little viewer, yeah, and spinning you know it around. Kinda like, you know what it kind of feels like is like when you would find a new item in a survival horror game. Ah, yeah, and you can spin it around and you <laughs> yeah, can, you can <laughs> yeah, you can look at it properly. Uh. But yeah, uh, no, like definitely not a bad movie, uh, and it's a uh, it's kind of a shame because you kind of get the sense that you know if there were just a few things that were tweaked just a little bit, that um, I, I still don't think it would be better than two, but it would definitely you know shorten the gap between the uh, two yeah, it'd be closer. Uh, a lot more. Yeah, yeah. like uh, you know, I think maybe you know maybe mixing a little bit of more practical stuff with the cg effects uh more, more practicals you know, and then make the main couple of characters like less yeah yeah just give them something more, less bland yeah, yeah okay. a little more interesting like just a, a few things like that could just really go a long way but um 6.5 is still a decent score <laughs> especially for this show which uh i don't know if I like watch hell, a lot of crap <laughs> even lean into uh like the main character i see if they leaned into the idea that he's useless and he, he keeps not being able to save anyone that could have been a funny, be funny thing yeah if like they really <laughs> yeah. played that up and like every time he showed up it was like damn it not again i keep getting everyone killed <laughs> that, uh, I, I would like that angle yeah yeah I, I do love it this this time they don't they just ignore the, the idea that the police might be suspicious because they do end up being <laughs> at like three or four different murder scenes yeah. or like the accident <laughs> scenes you know so um yeah, I will. I think I'll just go with a straight six, which I think is, you know, I, I think my memory of this was it was like a four or five. I think that was like what mm -hmm. I had in my memory. And watching it again, I actually do think it's a decent sequel of Final Destination that does have some problems, does have some things that I would nitpick at. But I think the deaths are fun enough and it moves quick enough that I, I do think I recommend it more than, than one or three. I think one and three just like they have some elements that annoy me a bit more when it's trying to take mm -hmm. itself too seriously this yeah uh, almost like inadvertently circumvents it a little bit by just not doing a good job with the characters but um mm -hmm. 
yeah so that's six that's out of ten for me yeah that, that's why i'm kind of curious like what the the horror community at large uh <laughs> kind of views this movie as because i did think it had more of a worse reputation like um i think the, I, th- I there know, surprisingly is, you know i was gonna say i think there's a. Uh... I do think that's kind of a debate. There are people who prefer one and three. There are people. There are mm-hmm. people who prefer the more serious one and three and think that okay. two is too goofy. Um, and that's insane to me because I, I, <laughs> I think this the, the take it itself seriously stuff is just kind of yeah. uh, painful because it, it's like the franchise just doesn't fit a serious tone uh, to me at all. Um, I agree with that. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I think like, a, a serious version of Final Destination would be more like It Follows, I think, where there's just like a presence like coming for you rather than, you know, goofy mousetrap style chain reactions. Right, yeah, like like if you wanted to take it more seriously, I feel like you would have to really tone the deaths down and they would just have to be like more normal more deaths. Inten- which, yeah, more intense, but yeah. less elaborate. Yeah, but uh, yeah, to me that doesn't sound fun. Like but the fun is how over the top and kind of crazy the deaths get well it could be good but you just you know i uh, compare it to it follows and it follows is a great movie mm-hmm. but it's a great movie because it's really well directed and written so right, like you'd yeah. have to like bring your a-game to make it work whereas for sure you, mm-hmm. you can do schlocky silly deaths in a movie that doesn't have to be great but can can be fun and work on that level mm-hmm. yeah. just just like a slasher movie uh the benefit a slasher movie has versus final destination though which is kind of a slasher movie is that we don't have to have the characters like stop and figure out the rules of a guy with a machete you know mm-hmm. there's no like oh death's coming after us one by one and we have to figure out the plan like no there's a guy with a machete and he's going to kill us mm-hmm. he's, a, he's a, a, a maniac serial killer and that's it that's <laughs> all you need to understand and we, we all understand that concept so yeah. that's the that's the benefit <laughs> they have in terms of simplicity but uh there you go that is uh mm-hmm. final destination four we got one remaining for now but we got uh, obviously the the new one coming sometime later this year um the plan will be we're doing something else in two weeks time for the next regular episode and then we'll be back to final destination with uh five the following episode in about a month's time so mm-hmm. that's what's going to happen i will take this time to thank our patreon producers for the month so thank you to tyler hessen the palaceus david short board now christopher moy david brown al Treisman, and allison m fordyce uh, they are Patreon producers for the month. You can, of course, support us over at patreon.com slash TV um, and get some bonuses for your trouble. The bonus episodes, you get one a month at the $3 tier, and then you get even more streams at the $5 tier. So if you... At the $5 tier, you get two things uh, extra uh, every month mm. on Patreon, as well as early access to the show uh, by a day. So if that's of interest as well, you go over and uh, see what you want. And one thing we just brought back as well, uh, the voting tier is the $10 tier, which mm. is you get to vote on an episode once a month of ace uh you get to vote on pilots uh but for streams you get to vote on what the next bonus episode is going to be so the current vote is on patreon right now uh with three fairly critically acclaimed movies that came out this year uh i think one may have been late last year uh i think the three choices are hatching we are we're all going to the world's fair and the innocence which all have had some some praise uh from the critics so uh, we'll be doing one of those three as the bonus episode next month. Uh, so if you're a $10 up patron, make sure you go in and vote and uh, have your say in, in what we uh, catch up on. But uh, uh, go and have a look at all that. You can also just hit the super thanks button on YouTube if you want to make a one-time uh, contribution. Uh, any support is obviously greatly appreciated. Uh, you can also support us in simple ways by liking, subscribing, rating the podcast on iTunes, get us on Twitter at Screams Midnight and share us out uh, on there. Uh, but that is uh, that is us. So 
Thank you very much for, for joining us. Uh, we always appreciate it. Keep watching scary movies, and we will see you next time.